Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads. Just a couple of dudes talking news, sports, and guys. Welcome to this podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Modern Christian Dads Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is episode number 35 alongside Kelly Stevens. Hello, everyone. Yay! (laughs) And man, Kelly, here's what I recognize. I forgot to tell you last week that along with every fan comes a hater, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I've had several haters in my life. (laughs) Also, Greg Craywick. Hello, everybody. Yes, all right, I got the good one. Man, you already got more fans than Kelly Stevens. Man, I'm telling you. That didn't take long. (laughs) But we, as always, thank you for being part of the MCD Nation, the modern Christian dads. We exist to talk news, sports, and God, give you some encouragement, some entertainment throughout the week, and we are going to do just that. So thank you for all of you that listen. Please like, share, subscribe. Tell somebody about the modern Christian dads podcast. We're wanting to daily increase our, our effect in the world, right guys? Yes. Yes, sir. And one way that we did that, actually I'll dive into that in just a second. So anyway, let's crack open those dues together and in one harmony and dive right into the yes. modern Christian dad. And you know, let's start off right with that guys. We just cracked open the Mountain Dew Voodoo drink. Yeah. Okay. The brand new flavor from Mountain Dew. This is wonderful. Mountain Dew keeps, keeps, yeah. Pumping out the new flavors. Yeah. And here we go. We got okay. another one. The Mountain Dew Voodoo. It's a mystery flavor. So yes. who's gonna do who's gonna go first? Because we can't all drink and then you know, right. talk about uh, okay. Uh, Kelly uh, Stevens yeah. is gonna yeah, go, go first. He's gonna take a little sip of that. Mountain Dew Voodoo. Let's get your take <laughs> on that. <laughs> you know what? That's that's pretty good. It's not bad. It's okay. It's, it's not as good as the original. And you have the best palate among us. So give yes, us the breakdown that's here. That's true. I, you know, I'm tasting a little, a little bit of vanilla. Okay. Uh, with the regular Mountain Dew. Is it better than the Liberty Brew? Yes. Okay. It, it is better okay. than the Liberty. Yeah. All right. And uh, maybe a little citrus in there. Really? Citrusy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What you want me to go next? All right. Next yeah, up, okay. Greg okay, Craywick. The Mountain Dew Voodoo. Some of you have already probably tried it. Oh, there that is. Are a, listening. There is a vanilla taste in yeah. that. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. Scale of one to ten so far. I'm um well with the original being a ten, I'm yeah. gonna go with maybe about a seven. Yeah, I'd say. Yep. What do you think? Yeah. It's that little after it's pretty good. Cherry citrus. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to identify what that little aftertaste is I there. It really does the vanilla. You really yeah. taste the vanilla in there, right? Right off the bat, yeah. and then you get a little bit of that aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's pretty good. All I know is still, yeah, <laughs> still an original guy. Yes. But I, I like that. Yeah. And we got another twelve pack yeah. to drink throughout the week here at the office, so Woo-hoo. we'll keep drinking Voodoo. that Mountain yes, Dew Voodoo. And I'm sure it's going to be a limited time. The one that I like, my probably my second favorite flavor of all time, that. Uh, makes the rounds a little bit here and there is the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. You guys like that one? It's kind of oh. grapeish. I've always liked that one. I do like the Live Wire, which is the orangey mm-hmm. type one. The one that I think is weird that's current right now is if you go to Taco Bell. Do you guys go to Taco Bell yet? Oh. Excuse me, KFC. KFC, KFC not KFC's Taco Bell. Okay. KFC has a sweet or like a honey peach flavored Mountain Dew. What? Mm. I mean, I like peach, but it's, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't seem to really do it for me oh i'm gonna go in there and yell i want 
the honey peach. Now was the Baja yeah. Blast exclusive that, to Taco Bell only? Well, it was. They they, they released came, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but that's a good one too. Baja yes, Blast, definitely. So yeah. I kind of like those flavors. There you go. Check out the Mountain Dew Voodoo. Do we give it a, an official three thumbs up from the Modern Christian Dads? I'm giving it. Yeah, it's yeah, a positive. I think so. I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I think it's worth the money. The other yeah. Liberty one was just a little too much of everything. Yeah, it was a cough syrup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, in a pinch, you know, if you're parched and. Yeah. But you know what? We don't have any of that left. So it must not have been too <laughs> yeah. bad. And the reason yeah. we're drinking the Mountain Dew Voodoo is because I came back from Joplin. We're in the Southern Missouri era here. Area. That's the modern Christian dad. Can't talk right. The modern Christian dad's are in this Southern Missouri area. And we had talked just recently in our last episode about the chicken sandwich that yes. Popeye's has released. That's right. That is now going to dominate, potentially take over Chick-fil-A. Probably uh, not. It's not. So anyway, <laughs> I had to go there to a hospital visitation. And I was like, okay, man, I'm going to do this. So I put Popeye's in the uh, old GPS there. I drive over and I tell you what, the parking lot was jam-packed. Wow. The drive-through line was wrapped around the building. And I was like, I can't wait this long because I had to get back for the show, you know. Yeah. And so what did I do? I went over to Chick-fil-A's parking lot, which was much emptier. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's because they're, they're the experts, though. I mean, yeah. they can get a lot of cars through, yeah. you know. I'm yep. saying that the other <laughs> side, on the other side of the tracks, they probably weren't prepared. For yeah. That. So is it, <laughs> you know, is Popeye, is the chicken wars underway is this is truly like going to be a it. chicken war potentially here be. at least could it is be. here in this area yeah, yeah yeah i think it's going to be short-lived i'm sure chick-fil-a will will go back you know people are people of tradition yeah so now when they're essence. at popeyes do they say uh, my pleasure or do they say my pleasure dude or yeah. i mean they're or i mean do they did they even maybe say something like that in Cajun oh, version? Yeah, or maybe did they even acknowledge modern Christian dads? Did they have a poster up? Of <laughs> but I, re- I really oh, think yeah. part of it has to be attributed to our show that people heard the show, that they heard us talking about so. that, they wanted to go yeah. to Popeyes to check that yeah. out. So we would we would appreciate a kickback yeah. uh, of some form, yeah, free, whether it just be some free meals, yeah, free sandwich, or free maybe, chicken, maybe some feedback. We've got an email address. Yes, modernchristiandads at gmail.com. Yeah. Monetary kickbacks, any of those. We're not, we're not <laughs> selfish. It doesn't have, we're not asking for no. a large chunks of money. Yeah. No. But we realize we have influence. Yes. And our voice influences the lives well, of people. Well, yeah. we may need a large chunk of money because there's three of us and we would have to split yeah. it three That's ways. True. So yeah. I got bills to pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Or just chunks of chicken is fine with us. <laughs> so here we go, guys. I want to talk about this for a minute in the news. This is a big deal, all right? For those of us that are movie fans that follow this, there is the new. So we have Netflix. We have Hulu, right? We have all these streaming services yeah. now and Finally coming out is Disney Plus streaming service. Have you guys familiar with this? I, I've seen that uh, on my uh, television. I have not. Thing. I yeah. have not seen that. All right. So yeah. Disney Plus is now coming to town. They're going to be a streaming service. And here's why they could potentially definitely give Netflix and those who run for their money, specifically Netflix, is because consumers will see the newest offering highlights in five categories so check this out they're gonna have all the disney stuff available pixar marvel star wars and national geographic so those are all available through the disney plus services okay and here's the big thing which is even more amazing disney surprised many consumers or or, uh, many consumers here get the right information by pricing disney plus low at 6.99 a month Wow. So 
for me, being a big Marvel guy that I am, yep. and Star Wars, yep. I mean, I, I'm not, Star Wars isn't my favorite, but I still love the Star Wars. Yep. Star Wars and Marvel, oh. all the Disney, it's worth $6.99 a month. Yeah, That's yeah. a good yeah. deal right there. Uh, and it's offering a bundle with Disney's ESPN Plus and Hulu for $12.99 a month. So guess what's on the ESPN Plus? Wow. All the UFC stuff is on ESPN wow. Plus. So you can get the Marvel, you can get Star Wars, ESPN Plus, which includes UFC and Hulu for $12.99 a month. That is a fantastic deal. That's a bargain. Deal. Yep. Yes, it is. So here's here's what I propose. You get it at your house and we'll all come over. Yes. I, I, I think that's where I really <laughs> think that's a... That, they're going to make a run at Netflix. And I know uh, Netflix is still probably kind of king along with Hulu, but that is a significant bargain. And I think that's going to be awesome, especially because of Marvel. Yep. Yeah. Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yep. All the Disney stuff, yep. Pixar stuff. Yep. And then the ESPN Plus, because I'm a big YouTube guy yep. and I watch some of my ESPN highlights shows and things like that through YouTube. Well, after every YouTube video that has ESPN, they always talk about. Oh, and please go to ESPN Plus. So ESPN has really been making the pitch for the ESPN Plus. So to get all of these in one, twelve ninety nine a month, I like it. I like it. All I'm saying about the ESPN is you're a watcher, but I'm a doer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I, while you're watching the game, I'm out there playing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not even sure where to go with that right now, except for... <laughs> I've had all right yes. moving on to the next topic well uh kelly stevens your son i think you two a little bit but definitely me love the pro wrestling i grew up yes. watching oh, pro wrestling yes. as a kid did the backyard pro wrestling made championship belts out of cardboard the whole kind yeah. of thing uh i was a tag team champion i mean i intercontinental i was a texas champion You're back the in the day deal. So, yeah, I've had my moment, and I still have that dream of living that out. And hopefully on the show someday, we'll get my big brother, former pro wrestler, Kato of the Oriental Express with Mr. Fuji, yes, yes. WCW, WWE. Well, anyway, it's always interesting. These uh, love pro wrestlers, but I found this list. Top five paid pro wrestlers or net net worth of the top five pro wrestlers in the all, world all right all, all time all yes time. sir so okay. let me before i go through them, why don't you guys shout shout, shout out shout one out. or two sting sting was in the top 25 but not in the top five he oh. was in the top 25 i'll say macho man randy savage macho man was in the top 25 but not the top 25 rick flair rick flair was in the top 25 <laughs> but not in the top five. top five so probably the top five is more current uh, a little bit here and there. Come on, think of who's the all who's the all time most known. Hulk Hogan. Okay, Hulk Hogan is on there. He actually wasn't number one. You would think to me, yeah. he's had so much fame that he would have the most money. He was number five, tied at number five with twenty five million, a net worth of twenty five million dollars. Wow, I think that's actually kind of low for a Hulk Hogan. I mean, he's yeah. been getting paid since the eighties. You would think. <laughs> yeah, he would have more than that. Really? All right. So Hulk Hogan. Any other guesses here? Well, you guys the, listening Andre to the show, the make a guess right now. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Oh. On the top 25, not in the top five. Man. So let's think Think movies. Think wrestler and oh, movies. Okay. Uh, the Rock. The Rock. Okay. You well, smell? you went straight to number one. <laughs> oh. The richest pro wrestler in the world or former pro wrestler, The Rock, yes. currently a net worth of $280 million. Wow. Oh. 
He's my hero. And he's by far the biggest. Okay, so we got two of the five. Let's see if we can okay. do the rest of them. Let's think another movie star, not oh, a movie star wannabe in my book. I do not like this wrestler. I think he's a, he's a rock wannabe. I, I think his wrestling is very poor, but he, very trendy with the kids, very popular. Just in recent past, all right? He wears yeah. lots of bands on his arms. Mm-hmm. Nacho Libre. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. come on, another second. Okay, uh, John Cena. Yes, John Cena. That's what I couldn't yeah. think of. I don't like John Cena. I don't like John Cena. John Cena. He's a girly yeah. man. He's worth $55 million. He was number two on the list. Okay, think about, you guys got to know this guy. Shaved head. Goatee. Giving people the finger, cracking the beers open. I mean, this guy could easily. Steve Rick Maynard. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, what was That's it? right. Stone Cold. Steve Austin. Steve Austin, yeah. number yeah. three yeah. on there the list, go. 50 okay. million. Yeah. Now, this guy is another guy that I do not like at all personally, but he is the son in law of Vince McMahon and oh, probably. Triple- Triple H. Triple H. H. Number four on the list, $40 million. And the one that was tied for number five with Hulk Hogan, which I was a little bit surprised by this one, was Kurt Angle. Really? Kurt Angle, $25 million. I would not have guessed that one. He was the Olympian wrestler, wasn't he? He was the Olympian wrestler. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. We didn't. Uh, we watched WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania. We did not watch SummerSlam and WWE. Not really crushing it right now. They're kind of in and out. They're slipping a little bit. And there's a new wrestling organization called All Elite Wrestling (AEW), which will be coming to TNT this fall, October on Wednesday night. So oh. they could provide some potential competition for WWE. Uh, WWE. The thing with them right now is they have so much contractual money that it keeps them way way up there and helps them to keep crushing so anytime they've had some other companies that have gained some traction they just have so money they so much money they buy out the wrestlers they do those kind of things so i have a really cool wrestling story oh back when i was about 13 or 14 years old i was working at my family's pizzeria place which was really close to notre dame and notre dame has a lot of event centers there and they were having a wwf event nice and here I am busting tables in my family's pizza place on the Saturday night that they were having this event. And in walks, and I'm not kidding you, King Haku. Remember King <laughs> really? Haku? Yes, yep. This guy was the size of a pickup truck. I mean, he, he sat down. He had a, a young lady with him who was kind of driving him around and showing him around town. And I was just, like, shaking when I went up to him. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> he signed a napkin for me and everything. He, like, ate a whole pizza. <laughs> Did yeah. he get pineapple on his pizza? I don't remember if he got pineapple <laughs> he, or not. He, he, but he you know have. what was crazy? He told me everybody that was going to win and lose that night. <laughs> he did. And I thought, what? He just Uh-oh. ruined wrestling for me. But it was great. It was so cool to meet him. He was a really nice guy, and his hand was like the size of my head. You know, we, it was great. We had uh, Diamond Page. Oh, D- Diamond Dallas, Dallas yeah. Page? Yeah. 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 He, he stopped in at The Sirloin. Diamond Cutter. He stopped in at Sirloin Stock Cave one time and eat on his way to Kansas City for wow. an event. You know, he is a big yoga guy now. He has, he has like Diamond Dallas Page yoga, his whole program. Really? Yeah, it, it's, it's huge. It literally is. He's training all these MMA pro wrestler guys to get in good shape, health, really? the combination of yoga, eating right, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Wow. 
I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed him as being yeah. a yoga. Well, guy. and he talked, what he talked about is how, uh, as a wrestler, you know, you get so beat up and yeah. his back and, and after he kind of then retired, he got into yoga and then he created kind of his own version of yoga and has felt so much better and all these kind of things. So there you go. Diamond Dallas page. Did, did any of you guys ever like Jake, the snake Roberts? Uh, love Jake, the love snake Roberts. Jake the snake, yes. What was that? A Python that he used to carry around that he'd lay on. <laughs> yep. The Python. Oh, yeah. man. The DDT, yeah. one of the best finishing moves of all time. Still yeah. to this day, the DDT. Yeah. He was, he was awesome. If this was video, I demonstrated on Kelly Stevens right yes. now, but oh, oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, well, they call Maybe me after the warrior. The show. I've, yeah. got, I've got the armbands <laughs> and everything for it. Yeah, oh, man. But, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we'll finish up here on the pro wrestling talk, but it is very interesting that in today's day, you know, when we grew up as kids, it, there was still that mystery and that is it yeah. real or is it fake? And now, you know, we went from WWF to WWE because now yeah. it's entertainment. Yeah. That's right. It's, you know, everyone's gone behind the curtain. And n now even St Stone Cold has a, a podcast. All these guys have podcasts yeah. that are talking about the ins and outs of wrestling. And so pro wrestling really has to work hard now yeah. yep. to yep. get emotional investment yeah. from people because we all know it's fake yeah. mm -hmm. that, that it's fixed, but they still have to create the storylines. And, yeah. and, uh, do you remember the time Geraldo Rivera? Uh, yes, I thought he had he'd yes. be in front of the wrestler and say it was fake and everything, and the guy slapped him upside oh, the head. And yeah. I remember, was that, that fake? Yeah. <laughs> and like like said, we'll get him on someday. My big brother Chad Almond. I mean, it's you know when you're hitting each other with a chair, you really do it. Oh, For yeah. example, uh, AEW. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, they did a chair shot at one of their events and it split his head open and he had to get 15 staples oh, in his head man. because it just, he hit him wrong with it. I mean, yeah. they, they have to, you have to get hit right with it, but you can get hit wrong with it. And so, you know, it's a very, very dangerous, it's actually one of those kind of things that it's probably surprising more people don't get jacked right. up yeah. more severely. And then secondly, I think I was talking to you the other day that Hulk Hogan, is six inches shorter today than he was when he first started wrestling because of back surgeries, et cetera, wow. that have uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, who's gone to be with Jesus, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, he was like eight inches shorter than, or, or very significant because yeah. of all the back injuries and surgeries wow. and brutal, brutal sport. Oh, those guys are definitely athletes. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, they're, sure. they're strong guys. And yeah. uh, so anyway, there we go. Hey, I'm going to do one last sports take but we're going to tie it in with our spiritual talk so before we get to that let's just go ahead and thank our sponsor grace point for sponsoring the modern christian dance podcast hi my name is jeremiah johnson i am the host of grace point daily and the modern christian dance podcast but most importantly i have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of grace point assembly in carthage missouri our church is about helping people discover a relationship with christ and your purpose in him connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. And you might have heard that little wrinkle in the background during the commercial. That was Kelly Steven. What is this thing here? I forgot. This is a... This is an oatmeal cream oh, we pie. Got, oatmeal cream yeah, pie. along with the Mountain Dew Voodoo, we got oatmeal cream pies today. We got pecan logs. Uh, <laughs> we are, I mean, you can probably visualize, we're very shredded out, you know, just kidding. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Hey, here's where I want to go today. This was the hottest, hottest sports news of the weekend. If you guys are NFL fans, 
the retirement of Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck. I saw that. He retired over the weekend. He's 29 years old. So if you remember, uh, Andrew Luck was a quarterback for Stanford Cardinals just seven years ago, uh, and he was the prototype quarterback. He was the the, the generational quarterback, if you will, uh, in terms of size and speed, arm strength, all these kind of things. Uh, Peyton Manning leaves the Colts. The Colts assume and then draft Andrew Luck, and they think you know that he's going to take them into the next 20 years. And he did have a hot start. The first three or four years did excellent, excelled. The problem was is the Colts did not build a team around him. So I think uh, in the first three or four seasons, I think one season he was – he was sacked 120 times or something, wow. a ridiculous amount. They gave him no offensive line. And so three or four years after that, now he has injuries. He spent the last three or four years now rehabbing injuries, surgeries, arms, legs, concussions, all those kind of things. And again, this offseason, he was going through calf issues, leg issues, and he finally just shuts it down. And he shut it down two weeks before the season began. So the biggest thing was, number one, him retiring. That's big news in and of itself. Number two, everyone was very mad because he, he did it two weeks before the season. Yeah. Because we've had some other examples. Barry Sanders retired when he was 30 years old. Probably the most famous story of all time. This is before my time. Jim Brown, the great yeah. Jim Brown, yeah. he retired at 29 years old. Megatron from Detroit Lions, Calvin Johnson. So we've had some of these guys retire early in their career. But to do it at this age, and more specifically at this time, was shocking to the yeah. sports world. And because he just signed a new contract just a year or so ago, they finally built a new team around him. But very interesting. He had to be putting out a statement at that point. I mean, waiting two weeks is kind of like NFL. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so he, got, he took some harsh criticism from many different people regarding uh, doing it at this particular time. And so just, just kind of interesting. So Andrew Luck is now retired. And uh, I bet you my hot take or my prediction, I think he'll maybe he'll shut it down for a year or two, maybe let his body get healthy. He'll be 31, 32 years old. And you always need a quarterback in the NFL. So I'm sure some team will, will come back around and say, hey, we'll, we'll give you just a lowly $5 million if you come back. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, so but, but very, he'd still definitely be young enough to play. Yeah, so. for sure. So the interesting thing that, and here's how I want to connect this spiritually, is that the one thing that he talked about in his press conference, if you go to ESPN or YouTube or any of these outlets, you can ESPN Plus, which we're going to now get on our new subscription to That's Disney right. Plus, mm -hmm. along with Hulu. We'll just go watch the takes from there. But the one interesting thing that he said is he said, I just lost the love for the game. And so the injuries and all these kind of stuff that he lost the love for the game. And so began, I began to think about that Bible verse in Revelation 2, 4, where it says Jesus was talking to the seven churches. And one of the issues that he addressed with one of the churches, he said, yet I hold this against you. You've forsaken the love that you had at first, or you forgot your first love. Yeah. And I know for those of you that are, uh, are familiar with Grace Pointer, I feel like my preaching the last few weeks, I've been subvertly, intentionally, unintentionally kind of hitting that theme a little bit here and there about falling away or walking away from our first love, you know, yeah. predestination and those kind of things. And, and about how I sincerely believe, and Jesus said it here, uh, that, that there were churches and people there were and that there are today that have walked away yeah. from their first love, from loving Jesus yeah. 
to other things. And so for Andrew Luck, I mean, he was a guy that everyone talked about that he was one of these guys that if you if you'd cut his head open, you'd find a football in there. I mean, he loved it so much. He was committed. He wasn't one of these wide receiver. You know, he wasn't a diva. He wasn't uh, one of these guys uh, with all these bad stories, uh, you know, doing all this weird stuff and drugs and partying. You know, he was not known for that. He was known as someone who genuinely loved football, loved the game, was committed to the game. But yet here he is, 29 years old, now saying I'm walking away from the game because I don't love it anymore. Yeah, that, I I can see it on that end, but I you know when it comes to uh, Jesus, um, I don't see. I see people getting uh, comfortable in their yeah. walk, you know, yeah. uh, and thinking. Um, I think it may you may have been talking. Somebody was talking the other day about practice. You were talking, about yeah, practice, practice yep. yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> You know, if if you're not practicing with your faith, if you're not practicing with the job or the career that you're going in, you cannot just maintain it. You always drop, and and your skill set, uh, a lot of it is muscle memory. A lot of it is, you know, speaking in law enforcement. Uh, if we weren't practicing on the range or practicing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, self defense, we sure. weren't practicing those things. Those are skills over a period of time will degrade. And you, in order to keep being at the top of your game, you got to keep pushing it forward. So it's the same way with following Jesus. You know, uh, going back, and this is something else you talked about too, is going back to the basics. Yeah, doing the it, same things. Yeah, yeah. It, the things that you started out with, you know, uh, uh, such as football, taking hikes, you know, take, uh, throwing the football, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of thing, just playing baseball, hitting the ball, you know. You, you got to continually go back to the very basics that got you started, and that helps you improve. Yeah. I guess I might pose it in this way. How, how could we lose our love for Jesus? Or how could one? And here's the one thing that I thought, again, I'm relating this kind of to Andrew Luck, but the one thing that I think I've seen before is that he said, it, the reason I lost my love for Jesus, or excuse me, the game of football, was because of the injuries. Yeah. And I think there are people that have been in the church that have followed Jesus and have gotten injured in church, in Christianity. They've gotten injured and wounded by people or circumstances or situations. And it's caused them to say, okay, we just had this uh, great example would be Jessica Neely over our purity conference, right? Um, She was a follower of Jesus, a youth pastor and gets raped Mm -hmm. and she falls away from the Lord. Why? Because she got hurt. Yep by someone. And yep. she was like, wow, if I get hurt, uh, as a follower of Jesus, trying to serve him and love him, why am I going to keep doing that? Right. And you know, sometimes our hurts, we can let our, our hurts and our wounds of life, of church, of other people steal that love and that passion from Jesus. Yeah, that's good and I, and I have to be careful to do that myself, you know, cause in, in terms of where I'm at as a, a position, as a pastor, I'm loved and I'm hated all at the same time. You know, every single week I'm loved and I'm hated and I can, let those, the hate or the dislike or whatever that are, are not a fan, mm-hmm. that can that can hurt or that can create wounds or I can hop on that and I can let those things begin to consume my life mentally, right. physically, emotionally. And then that really devalues and diminishes my love for God. Yep. And I got to be, and I got to guard that. Yeah. And, and, and that's the same for everybody. Sure. Um, you know, churches, 
just like real life, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that that's what uh, people forget. I mean, when you, when you come into church, it's real people in there. And uh, uh, sometimes uh, we make mistakes, say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, or uh, more importantly, uh, do something unintentional and not realizing that it, that it hurts somebody. And so we have, we do have to be always, uh, having our head on a swivel basically and making sure that, uh, everybody's okay. Right. And just like what you said, you have to be careful with the love and the hate mm. because the hate could bother you, but the love could make us proud. Yep. Exactly. Yep. You know, and you know, complacency is not a fruit of the spirit. And I think a lot of times people can become complacent in the church. You're just going through the motions. You're going through the routines of every, you know, every Sunday we're going to come in and do our Sunday thing. This is what we do. And there really is no change in the life. There's no fruit there for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I might put it this way is that we, we stop relationship and we exist in religion or we just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We just do religion. We stop that relationship. Thing. I think another, we're using the Andrew Luck kind of illustration, if you will, but another one, a great one, which Jesus used talking to these churches was in regards to marriage as well. You know, it's like, it's us in, in terms of our marriage relationship that we start usually when we hook up or connect with our spouse, our, our now spouse. But when that relationship first started, it was white hot. Shout out to Doug Reed. It was white hot. It was passionate. Yeah. Uh, it was all about being together in the relationship. And then, and then the chase kind of ends. You say, I do's, yeah. uh, you live together. Now you're together. And so, you know, love and that passion for love can diminish when we stop the chase. You know, when we stop chasing, that happens with Jesus too, is that in our relationship with him, a lot of times, for those of us, we can go back in our stories and like, we remember when we got saved, it was so amazing and awesome. Yeah. We're just chasing God. Right. And then kind of like we get married and we just hang out. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I was watching something the other day that kind of goes along with what, what you're saying. Um, it was a, a, a rabbi and his uh, student and the student says, teacher, he says, uh, what is a year? And the teacher kind of comes back at him with the same question. Well, what do you think a year is? And he's like, well, it's 365 days and, you know, it has its seasons, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, and the teacher's like, you're, you're correct. That, that is, that is true. But he said, there's two ways of looking at it. You can go through the year and doing repetition. You know, you have the same job that you report to ever, every day. And, and how and the same days off and and so there's repetition there and it's the same old thing, uh, and you can go through the same seasons and so we find ourselves in the natural that we can be in in that trap you know and everything, yeah. but there's a thing uh, called shanana shanana uh, means that you can go through that in the spirit with the Holy Spirit and that is fresh and new every year it's there's something fresh yeah. and and something new happening. And that's that's something that we we need to look at in our relationship with our spouses. And uh, shout out to Belinda, you're still white hot. I'll I'll just say that right now. <laughs> She'll probably slap me. But anyway, uh, we can still do that that freshness. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's stay appropriate here, yes, Kelly. Let's, say, let's do that. <laughs> uh, but we can we can still do it in a supernatural uh, yeah. with the Holy Spirit, and it's a, with with that. Like uh, here we've started uh, doing uh, 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 fasting at the beginning of each year. And I, 
I'm so thankful that you called us to do that. That was an awesome. I, we're seeing the fruits of that right now yeah. with with the uh, the newer people that are coming in. I love that. I love that. I see. I love seeing them come in here and getting introduced to Jesus and finding out that the Holy Spirit loves them. You yeah. know yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'm just with the Shanana in the in the year. I'm just I think that we instead of walking in the in the natural that we need to start walking in the spirit. Yep. And I think it'll make a big difference. And one thing too is interesting. I had this thought, which is funny about the NFL specifically is, you know, the NFL is not so much about football as it is about money now. Yeah. You know, yeah. so w- what happened for Andrew Luck was that it was no longer about football. It's about contracts and money and pleasing people and an organization yeah, and sponsors sponsors and, yeah. and 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 you know what? That's what happens in Christianity. Yeah. It becomes less about the, the the Jesus we serve and more about everything else yeah, right. that goes around with that. And we 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 stop. So and let's hit on this too, which I think is real important. So how do we lose the love? How do we get the love back? How do we get the love back? You know, if we have gotten in a place that stale place that that place where love has did for Jesus has diminished, uh, and I have a, a couple thoughts. I'll let you. I'll have. I'll throw mine out while you guys are thinking about that one. But you know, one way you can get the love back is by hanging out with someone who has the love. Oh yeah. You know, we talked about this last Sunday in our church, and I, and I was talking about this at Pastor's Prayer today. What's very refreshing is when someone who has really never been connected with Jesus at all comes into the life of your church and you see them like just God, just nailing them with yeah. his love, like for the first time. Yeah. And you see that and you're like, it just is so exciting yeah. and refreshing. And it kind of convicts you a little bit. Cause you're like, wow, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when like I experienced Jesus for the first time, that was amazing, yeah. you know? And so don't, don't hang out. I know this is going to sound a little bit bad, but uh, don't hang out with people that aren't passionate for Jesus. That's exactly right. <laughs> don't hang out with them because they no. will bring you down. They will. And, and if, if you're struggling, if you're in that area, like, man, go to someone who is passionate. Yeah. Because one, two things, they're, they're really going to annoy you and you're not going to want to hang out with them or you're going to want to hang out with them yeah. and they're going to lift you up and they're going to propel you to that place. Yeah. Well, Jesus didn't hang out with the sadducees and the right. pharisees <laughs> i right. mean he he went to he went to the street you know and he started talking to people uh that he came for you know and so i i think that that's very key I, you know for me i get i get really excited when i see somebody uh that doesn't know the lord and and you 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 start witnessing to them telling them how much god loves them and you see them receiving that just like you said that that is so Gosh, that is so cool. And that just lights my world up. I get so excited yeah. about that. Yeah. And, you know, just it's it's nothing more than do what you did at first. You know, and that's yeah. what Jesus said. Go back to what you did at yeah. first. And that is in conjunction again with our marriage relationship. Yeah. You know, do what you do that you used to date. You used to yeah. love hanging out. You used to do these activities yeah. together. Now it's just wake up, go to work, come home, eat, sleep, go to work. Uh, you know, and you don't do those things that you did at first that made your relationship so powerful and amazing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's going, going back to the practice, going back to the things that you did when you first started uh, learning about the Lord. I mean, I couldn't get enough of reading the Bible, reading the word yeah. and it, it describing his character and, and that kind of thing. It, it was just a, it was an awesome time. 
One of the things I love about Abraham, when you read the Old Testament, we're going to wrap up here in just a second, but Abraham, he built these altars uh, along the way, and they were altars of remembrance. So we could always go back to that place and remember like, oh yeah, that's where I encountered the Lord in this way, in that way. That's where God became real to me in in this aspect of who he is in my life and what he was doing. So man, Maybe you need to run back to those places, you know. If I ever got so, I mean, if I ever got so stale and lifeless, you know what I would do? I would run back up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'd go to North Central University, and I'd go into the sanctuary, and I'd go up to the balcony on the right in the upper section where I heard yeah. God's voice for the first time, and I'd remember. Yeah, yeah that's what I would do, you know. Yeah. So maybe today you need to run back to that place of remembrance. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'll just say that that place of, you know, where we were at the beginning, we had a choice to make. We could either receive his love and his grace and his forgiveness, or we didn't have to. It was up to us. And and when we did, that's when we got the love. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I would say if you're a struggling Christian today, to go back to where, where you were at the beginning. You said yes to Christ. You said yes to his love. You said yes to his forgiveness. Yeah, that's good. Let him pour through you again. Yeah. Amen. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. We are the Modern Christian Dads. 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 Just a couple of dudes talking news, sports, and guns.